0: This morning with Stacy Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on six thirty Chad.
1: Seven thirty seven. You're listening to This Morning on six thirty Chad. Uh, I'm Stacy Bratzel. Uh, Daryl McIntyre. He is away, taking a couple of weeks off, enjoying his holidays. And Morley will be back with uh, sports and uh, more discussion and chat a little bit later. But right now we're talking about baking. And television. And I am obsessed with the Food Network. I know that uh, there's lots of discussions in many households about cutting the cable. I can't do that. Nope. I I love my news. I, I, You know, obviously watch uh, Global Edmonton and all of the 24-hour news stations as well. But the Food Network... I can't I can't do without and especially this time of year lots of baking shows including the holiday baking championship hosted by Jesse Palmer a proud Canadian he talks about it all the time on the show Duff Goldman uh, he's a pretty famous baker Carla Hall one of the judges as well and now amongst all of those names not as host but as contestant Kevin Conniff originally from New York now lives in Calgary he made it to the final this week I've been cheering him on he joins us uh, over the phone good morning Kevin
0: Hi, Stacy. Good morning. How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm good. So, how did you do? I, what I do is I, I PVR <laughs> it and I watch it on the weekend while I'm baking. Funny enough, sure. Well, that's so a I smart idea. Yeah. This week's episode. How'd you do? You made it into the finals.
0: Yeah, not bad. It was in the semifinals, and I advanced one more to the finals. And um, there was four of us left strong competition in the room uh we had to put up a two-tiered cake with a train going through and some gnomes and stuff some of this stuff i've never done before so i mean uh stacy when's the last time you made a gnome out of chocolate like probably never right so <laughs> never we were, in the, we we're in the same boat so it was quick um i didn't bring home the title but i i think i placed about second place out of the four people so it was an awesome challenge and so fun to do Wow, congratulations. You must be proud. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I was really happy with it. There was a lot of uh, episodes that uh, were, were really tough. The competition was strong. Um, new kitchen, new environment, and um, lots of things. Jesse Palmer is constantly throwing curveballs <laughs> at us left, right, and center, even with his silly dad jokes. I managed to get a couple, so I was pretty happy with that. <laughs> I'm a dad myself. I have two young boys, so I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer the dad jokes. Why not?
1: But Jesse Palmer loves his puns, doesn't he?
0: Oh, yeah, he yeah he does it right when you're in the middle of something you're trying to focus and trying to put some finishing touches on and he just pops up out of nowhere and <laughs> hits you with a pun or a dad joke so it keeps like? things interesting
1: you have a history of baking uh, instructor with the culinary arts program at uh, SAIT you, right. you've been doing this for a really long time but you've yeah. never done it under that many lights in a foreign kitchen with all these cameras like how many cameras are on you at the,
0: at, at oh, one time? there's tons I mean I try to block them out but there there's quite a few there's you might have four or five on your station and a few floating around and, it depends on what's happening. You might be cruising along and everything's great. Nobody's watching you you drop one egg and then you have, you know, the paparazzis come out of nowhere. <laughs> so, uh, it's pretty intense, you know? Um, yeah, it's, it's very different foreign kitchen outside of your comfort zone. Uh, it's fast paced. Like if they say 90 minutes, it's 90 minutes. And trying to make a cake in 90 minutes or a cinnamon bun in 90 minutes, it's not easy. And you're racing against, um, 11 other competitors that know what they're doing. So, you just don't want to be the weakest link to go home. That was my plan.
1: So basically, for people who have never watched the show, you, you are given a, a task and a short time to do it in, and you have to do something fantastical right. and beautiful and holiday-y and, and tasty as well. Yeah, um, yeah. That's, th- right. that's, that's hard work. Do you get recipes, or do you just have to come up with this stuff? I've always wanted to know whether you're looking at yeah. a recipe, whether you can <laughs> Google uh, no. how to make a Bakewell tart. And... No,
0: you're, you're pretty much on your own. Um, they'll give you the challenge and usually a preheat so that's um, a shorter version and you get a chance to uh, qualify for that so if you're the winner of that you get a little bit of an advantage and then on the, the next heat on the same day you'll do a longer bake and um, it's, if you're the weakest link you're going to go home so yeah no recipes you have to know um, I'm a teacher at Saint Polytech, so, um, you know, it, was, it felt like being a student again. So once I knew I was going to go on the show, I literally studied for, you know, two, two and a half weeks straight of trying to memorize formulas. With baking and pastry, generally when you have a formula, if you know how to make an ice cream or a cinnamon bun you can move your flavors inside and out so i was watching shows i was reading textbooks i had everything spread out Uh, my kids were like what are you doing i said i'm studying this is a very important job here so (laughs) um yeah no recipes you've got to wing it because you don't know what they're going to say they could say make a cream puff they could say make a cinnamon bun and once you have that general formula down then you can move your flavors in and out and then at the last minute jesse will come in and say make a add ginger or add this and you go oh man just last second i had my plan already done but that's part of it that's the excitement of the show is is trying to keep you on your toes and trying to make something that looks really good and obviously tastes very good so um, if you have the taste and the look it's generally a home run
1: what are some of the secrets behind one of these reality tv shows something that really surprised you that you can pass along to our listeners
0: Get us, get us uh, I can't take too much, but a good one, um, time, you, there's no clock, this, this particular challenge, there's no, uh, time, yeah. uh, you don't have a clock in there, some of the ones on Food Network and uh, Netflix, you'll see a clock always on, on camera, but this one, there's no clock, so you can get lost in the time. Oh. Um, one of my security blankets that I've had since uh, many years is I wear a, a wristwatch. <laughs> Not that many people wear wristwatch. so they made me take that off, and I was like, Oh no, I don't know what time it is. No windows, no time. So you could get lost and be your 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 hardest uh, competition, where you're, you know, you've got all of a sudden five minutes left and you've got nothing done. So um, you so have given the timers day.
1: at your station. So how do you know if you want to put you know a cake in the oven for a half an hour? You don't yeah. have a half an hour timer?
0: so you can do that you can oh, do a timer on your station for you know how long things bake but the overall competition I mean when you're busy and you're stressed out and you're running around in a foreign kitchen trying to find the sprinkles or the sugar do you know what 90 minutes feels like or an hour and a half feels mm-hmm. like or five so are you ahead are you behind uh, in most kitchens professional kitchens that's what you're checking all day long is are you on time are you late are you are you this or you that or how much how much time do you have left you know um so that was probably the hardest thing to judge the timing um, under the pressure. because There's so many distractions and it's hard to do.
1: Oh, I bet, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, it, it's a big deal, isn't it, this show? You know, it's, it's an American show, some big yeah, names yeah. on it. How, how do you how do you leverage that, Kevin? Do you, get, um, you go to Satan and say, can I have a raise? Or you, you do have some side gigs gonna, as you well. You know
0: what, that's a, that's a good idea. When I go in today, I'm gonna tell my boss <laughs> you said that. <laughs> Um, You know, yeah, it's just kind of something fun I wanted to do. Um, The people at State are really excited about it. Uh, Mm -hmm. The students, we watched it with a couple of my classes. Um, Like you said, a a lot of people don't have cable, but a lot of people actually picked up cable. I was flattered just to watch this show. So it's super exciting. Uh, it just brings a big awareness to the to the um, uh, the bakery items. Um, you know, especially now around the holidays, everybody seems to be an amateur baker. I was in the supermarket last night. The sugar's gone. The brown sugar's gone. So um, it's just a fun thing. Um, I loved it. I mean, all my friends and family. It brought a lot of different families together. Where so many people sent me messages was, that said we sat down every Monday night with our family and we watched this show because you're on it. So I was like, that was really cool to know that other people are watching it as a family. So that's neat. Uh,
1: You do have uh, the instructor job, but you also have a a
0: side hustle, if you will. Tell us about (laughs) that
1: and how we can taste some of the stuff that you Yeah,
0: absolutely. Well, that's my New York in me, you know. I I grew up around New York (laughs) City and uh, moved to Canada about 18, 19 years ago. And this is home for me in Canada. working at State. Um but I've always been, on, been entrepreneurial. And so I s- decided to come up with a chocolate business uh, mm-hmm. it's called Sweet, Sweet Bella Chocolates. And the way it started was um, I was looking for a product that is shippable, shelf-stable for six months maybe or more. Um, and I decided to make uh, chocolate bars with tea. My wife loves tea, so we do Earl Grey bars and Kashmiri chai bars and Moroccan mints and things like that. And it's a small-based chocolate company. Um, we sell them at a few places in Calgary. We've got one, um, uh, retail shop up in, uh, in Edmonton where you guys are. And, um, yeah, there's, there's solid bars, 50 grand bars, um, uh, milk, white, and dark. And, um, I run it in small business with my kids, try to show them, nice. uh, how to run the small business. And we do some markets and, uh, just have a lot of fun with it. Um, I think, you know, chocolate should be fun. If you make a mistake, you can always eat it. So no big deal, right?
1: <laughs> I like the way you think, Kevin.
0: So where can yeah. you get them
1: here in Edmonton? Do you know the store offhand?
0: Yes. Uh, Angel McDermott has a, a hair studio, actually, a friend of mine that has a hair studio. It's on um, uh, 3320 16th Street Northwest mm-hmm. up in Edmonton. So that's our first retail location there. Uh, she's got a ton of chocolates. I said, why not? Go get your hair cut on the round of holidays. Have a chocolate <laughs> bar. I think she might even <laughs> give you a glass of wine. So... Uh, it's a great little shop, yes. I
1: love that. Well, I'm sure now with this uh, newfound fame, you'll be able to get it into more stores. They'll be uh, clamoring for it. Thanks, Kevin, yeah, for your absolutely. time.
0: I appreciate You're very it. welcome. Thank you very much, Stacey. Have a great day. And
1: congratulations. You did a great job. You did Canada proud. Thank you, thank you. That was Kenneth, Ken uh, Kevin Conniff, a Calgarian who made it to the finals of the Holiday Baking Championship down in the States. And, of course, you can catch all of the episodes, if you have cut your cable, uh, on the Food Network on Stack TV, that streaming service.